So did you make your matzah? Yes. Yes, and how do they have enough room to bake it all? Okay, we're asking everybody to sign in. What's going on here is that the house museum, unfortunately, is closing. We've had money problems, and the archives are going over to the library, and Nancy, our archivist, will be working there, and everything else is being packed up after... 35 years of being well, still open active by in the house. for a while, I think. Well, but yeah, but, but it doesn't regular really look hours. At, yeah, it, it won't that's have regular hours. And yeah, it really, it is a shame that a community can't rally together and keep it together. But we also have a, a log cabin, an 1847 log cabin. Oh, cool. And so all the efforts are going to go into that. Now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to make one. You need another I'm Leah Axelrod, and I've been involved in the Chicago, uh, Chicago the Highland Park Historical Society uh, since the late 1860s as a charter member of the, the historical. 1960s. <laughs> yeah, 1960s. Yeah, <laughs> real, real good. So the Highland Park was founded yeah. in 1869. Yeah, and this was uh, one of the early homes that was built in 1871. Um, and then down the street, when you leave here, if you, you'll see two that are mirror image homes. Those were built at the same time, 1871. And they were speculative by the Highland Park Building Company that was trying to promote this area. Now, there was a small community to the north called Port Clinton. And they were making bricks, and there was a, a pier uh, north, where about where Fort Sheridan is today, and this little community developed. But when the railroad came through, Walter Gurney owned this track of land here. So instead of putting the train station where the people were, he created a new town so his property would be worth more. And that was 1854, and then the Highland Park Building Company was formed in 1867 as a business venture. Um, of course, as you know, there were many... Um, uh, times that our economy went went south and uh, that happened uh, in the late 60s the early 70s and the people the eight or ten men who had invested in the company ended up getting property but I don't think they made much money uh, out of the Highland Park Building Company because of the depression that were again hitting the country uh, at that time uh, there was another street. I don't know how much time you're going to spend wandering around. Just another uh, block and a half over called London Park Place. And that also um, was speculative. And they put like four or five different designs on that street. And those homes were all sold and bought in the late 1867, uh, uh, 1868. So this home actually was lived in as a private home uh, until the Highland Park Historical Society um, became the owners of the home. And at that time, and for many years, we had some angels who helped us to support the home and be able to keep it in, in the good condition uh, that it is now. The kitchen um, goes back uh, to the 1860s, 1870s. It's not. It was a, a 1930s, 1940s kitchen uh, when we took over. So why don't we move back? And I'm sure there are things there that you can tell me about. Um, 
sometimes you see these old pieces of equipment and you don't know what the heck they were ever used for, but somebody does know. If anybody wants to hang up their coat on this coat tree, you can. No, will this just be closed or will it be sold? Sold. It'll be eventually sold. Okay. Um, I'm on active with the Preservation Commission yeah. and um, we'll hope to save it as a house and, and not have it That's torn what down. Thinking. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I need to have it torn down. I think there's enough room. We can all come in. There's cookies over here on the um, ironing board. Just help yourself. And that shortbread, that's certainly, um, you know, an easy recipe, one that would have been used at that time uh, when the young girls in the family could make because it's so easy. It's just mush, 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 and bacon. Okay. Now, one of the big changes that took place uh, was the development of a stove. You know, the most dangerous thing for women that caused the most deaths was the open fireplace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because their clothing could catch fire, they could be trying to save a toddler who maybe was wandering in. The four-year-old's big res responsibility was keeping that toddler out of the fireplace. Um, so it was, it was an extremely dangerous situation. So having an enclosed stove really, really made a big difference. Anybody had any experience with a stove like this? Yes. Mm -hmm. We even had a culinary historian you know, program you where we, we cooked out of wood stove. And we can do so, it again. So here. Oops. That didn't happen before. Okay, so you have wood stored here. You have water that's going to be always hot uh, over there. Um, some of the equipment that's on here, I love this. It's you know, toaster. an old toaster, you know, and they turn it around. So it was very important. These were warmers, so you know, as you, this is a, to me, if you have a big family, this would be kind of a small stove, you know, I would think. But with your warmers, that would help too. And of course, the stove was used for heating your iron. Uh, that would be a, a, a big thing too. Um, I bumped into somebody who saved, who collected this kind of um, fry pan, the uh, the iron, and it was Griswold. And I went back to mine because I got mine from my my great aunts and my great my grandmother and stuff. But they're it's been used for so long I can't even get through mm. to see. But I turned this one over today and it's a Griswold. <laughs> so that's a collector's item. That's kind of nice to have. Um, I put a few. Uh, tools over here. Now some of them we use today. This, you know, anybody who has a walk is, is very much uh, interested in this kind of thing. Uh, now, this would have been pre-moving into a house like this. This is what the pioneers, what we would have in our log cabin. Um, they would be carved generally by the older boys or by the husband um, as tools. But once you moved into a place like this, you would have um, regular. Hi, Miss Eugenie. You you would have more uh, of the metal type uh, of tool. Um, anybody know what this is? Apple thing. Pear. 
Yeah. 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 We had one and I couldn't find it, Kathy, a, a to get the pit out of the chair. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I couldn't find it. I use paper clips. You know, forget your your osterizer or your food processor. I don't have one. I use a, a wooden bowl and I don't even use the double. My mom had a double one, but um, my, I use my grandmother's and it's a single blade and it chops like crazy. But, mm -hmm. you know, chopper was extremely, extremely important. Uh, bread boxes, of course. Uh, this front keeps falling over, so if you hear a noise, <laughs> this is the door opening up. Um, I put a, a selection of some of the cookbooks out on the ironing board. Um, cookbooks were um, very instrumental in raising money for our non-for-profits, whether it was a house of worship, or the garden club, or the uh, infant welfare, or whatever. And the best way to find information on old recipes is to find some of these these wonderful cookbooks. And uh, right before you came in, one of the members was here, and he was telling me he took one of these home and he tried them. You know, he tried some of these um, older recipes. He says, "Boy, they must have been heavy, fat people." <laughs> <laughs> you know, by the they were just more active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Houses were sixty degrees in the wintertime. They were burning a lot. Handmade clothespins. You know, our kids don't even know what clothespins are or grandkids. No. But they were all um, were handmade, oh, and made the coffee grinder, and oh. the pump at the sink, and as you look around, you realize how labor-intensive everything was yeah. that was going on uh, in the kitchen. Sure. Um, the now, you had a, a, an ice box, you're welcome to open it, they've got some jars and things in there, and you'd have a card, and the one that was here was falling apart because of being in the window for so many years. Yes. Is that a considered at the time the top of the line stove, or is that the basic model, or is it all just one model? Uh, that would have been a utility, a, a moderate, moderate price stove. I'm sure if you went into a mansion, you'd find, you know, a butt bigger. But this one was actually in use until some of the members went to the center of Indiana. They heard they heard there was a stove there, and they they bought it and and brought it back. We never used it as a stove, but it, it could have been. But uh, worth pointing out, because I, I just book out yeah. that mentions these stoves, is you had to have it on top of something. Oh, right. Because oh, the whole so stove gets blazing hot. Yeah. 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 And you can set your whole house on fire if you don't have it on a slab or, or right. bricks or something like and, that. Um, Another uh, part of the labor-intensive thing is that they would polish these things yeah, at, like at every the, day. Yeah. At the Clark um, <coughs> home, uh, they had their kitchen in the basement on a, a tile or a brick. Sometimes you have a whole separate building. Right, and they oh, think yeah. that the Hull House probably had an outbuilding because mm -hmm. it was, um, it would be used in the summer. Yeah, they haven't found any evidence, you know, within with all the reconstructions there mm -hmm. of any cooking that went on. Uh, in, in fact, when we did do a wood stove cooking uh, program some years ago, it was a farm from the 1840s but it was to the period of about 1932, but there was a separate building, mm -hmm. a fairly large one that was just for the cooking. Yeah, well, farm... Because if, if that burns, you burn, yeah. you lose that building, not your whole and, home. And farm, of course, you know, if you're doing your haying or, or anything and you've got all these people coming through, they, they bring potluck, but also you're cooking for all your hands and everything, mm -hmm. so you yeah. need certainly something bigger than this yeah. for a family of 
of four eight people. And without air conditioning day. too, that would be another reason to stick it in an outhouse. Right. Did everybody get some? Yes, thank you. It was lovely. Thank you. Oh, I, I will be happy I'm to be my twin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Is that table over there for flower storage? I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Sorry. Well, that's cool. And you know, you had lots of stuff around. Um, you didn't have a cabinetry that we have. Today. Yeah, it would drive me crazy because I like everything behind it. I don't want to see it all sitting up. Um, and then, of course, the pantry was so important. Yeah, because keeping your things. So anyway, you have in your window, you have an ice box. Now that was a step up. You didn't have to go around to the cellar to keep everything cool. Um, and you'd have the numbers. You've all seen that, you know, where you turn it in the window, and then the ice man would know how large a piece of ice to, uh, to give you. That was very important. And I have a, a house next door uh, was built in the 1890s, little tarts house. Yes. And until maybe 10 years ago, it still had an earthen floor in the basement. Wow. Oh. What kind of floor? Ice earthen. I see. Oh, yeah. Earth. Yeah. Oh, dirt. Dirt. Yeah. floor. Usually so compacted though, it's really subtle. Yeah, but it'll still get wet. And a wall, <laughs> a home like this, the walls in the basement are brick. I have a home that was built in the turn of the last century and uh, we have brick walls. And ours is 1905 and it has brick foundation. Yeah, well, that's the same. Yeah. So what else can I tell Now, didn't you get an award for this? For well, up here on the wall, yeah. I've been a member for so long that they named me. They but you also influenced a lot of the materials. Yes, the, it's um, in there. Take okay. time to go into okay. the pantry, and there's a lot of stuff. Uh, okay, good. you know what I also like are the containers. Mm -hmm. And if you ever go into, especially if you're out of town, you know, in a little community, um, go into a flea market kind of place, and you find these old cans sure. and match. Box uh, holders and things like that uh, brings it back a lot of. I've been wanting us to come here for a long time, and I didn't realize that this would be the coincidence of. I didn't know that till Tuesday night. I didn't know until I walked in today. Okay, so it's all oh, there's somebody else. Yeah. No, no, that this museum is effectively closing today. Okay. Oh, today's the last day. Yes. And 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 the matzo was just you know I thought well I can't you the matzo we can do the well the, yeah. Now if anybody has anything to add, I'm sure that some of you have a lot more information on some of these things than I do. Oh, I love this high chair over here in the corner. Oh, Okay. Those are always the best. I, I actually have a recipe into that book in, in my cornbook. Yes. Yeah. So please look around, and yes. if there's anything that catches your eye that you know something about, tell us all. Yeah, right. It's just amusing to me, but I want to share it with somebody else. A couple of the recipes in my cornbook came out of this cookbook. What's the book? It's the late Presbyterian ladies cookbook. Oh, excellent. So, oh, so that's, that is a book that, that for, for, for flour and for baking. There's no Hooser cabinet in here. That's what's missing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very popular way to do it. Which were very popular. Very sensible. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first kitchen cabinets. Yeah. 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 Ye
In order to pay for the printing, I don't know if this one has it, they would have um, ads in the back. Oh, yeah. And the first settlement cookbook did just that. This is a couple of ads. Um, the settlement cookbook did that, so they redid that book about three years ago, a facsimile, and they have the old ads in, which is such fun. And also it changed what the needs were. In that first cookbook, they're de dealing with immigrant girls who are not used to eating the way we eat or living the way we were living in middle class, you know, working class uh, community. They say, you cover the table with a cloth, a clean cloth, a cloth that you're only going to use for covering the table. <laughs> and then you set the table. And it went through details of how you wash the dishes and what, you know, how you took care of your, your garbage and everything. And then it also had these wonderful recipes, some of which have been contributed by the girls themselves because they brought their mother's recipes or their mother would, would tell which are all those processes held out that people forgot. So that went to, I'm from Milwaukee, as I said, and when you were in 7th and 8th and 8th grade, girls and the boys took home The boys too. When I was in school, the girls had to take home ec and the boys had to take shop. Yeah, they did. And yeah. Yeah. the following semester, it was elective to take the other, and hardly anyone did. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But now they don't have home ec in most schools. They have a, a, a culinary program that's aimed at, you know, professional cooking, trade, cook, you know, it's a trade school kind of oh, thing. Yeah. But they don't, you know, they're not teaching kids how to cook. There was in the 40s. Yeah. So I'm going to let you out to the Dow House. Everybody took home ec. But the girls spent half the time cooking, half the time sewing. The boys spent the whole time cooking. I was, I fought that. Yeah, the boys didn't, that. Didn't, have the the boys didn't have sewing. Yeah. Okay. Like that was the second year of home ec. First year, everybody did sewing and cooking. But then the first, second year, only the girls did sewing. If any of you can hang yeah. around Highland Park, they're doing a special program over at the library, which is just a block away, uh -huh. two blocks away, on um, Middle Eastern. I don't know. My husband went over there. I'm supposed to meet him there. They're doing music and uh, oh, cool. Middle Eastern. Food? I don't know if they're doing food, but they're... We're food people. So. Do you know what they're doing over at the library? Like no, I don't. Yeah. But it's supposed to be a whole, you know, you from 2 until like 4, 4.30. So if you want a, I think another I think I want a treat. One. Yeah. <laughs> this, this thing with the egg in it, what is that? The, a weight. So you know how, how large the egg is. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, greater than this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> sort of an elaborate cracker, but it was more effort than... Is this the... These are terrific, Leah. Yes, it is. Did she make these? I noticed that the lock is. Did 